Welcome everyone to the Reflection Artist Live podcast hosted by myself, Justin Lobato. Set your calendars to tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time or 9 a.m. Pacific Time where I will be bringing you industry spotlight interviews live from my active detail shop or an industry event. So if you're curious about who is who and what is what in the detail industry, don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Wednesday for some of the most exclusive interviews. We are live, so... Thank you and welcome to the Reflection Artist Live, uh, where we're talking business, life, and detailing. Um, I have today with me special guest Mark Elliott from Firehouse Auto Spa, and basically we're just going to go over, you know, ins and outs of his background, how he came into detailing, and uh, and just talk shop a little bit. So, thank you, Mark, and uh, you have the floor. Well, I appreciate you and um, inviting me on to this live uh, live podcast. As you can hear, I'm probably in my truck. Uh, work never ends. I'm, I'm running, always running around, handling business and trying to take care of business at the same time. Um, a little about bit about my background. I trained with Randy Doyle in uh, 2012. I'm getting um, some feedback from you, Mark. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Is that better? We're still getting feedback? Yeah, if you have the Facebook going at the same time, then that's how you're getting it. So you'll have to Hang turn on. your Facebook off and just focus on the Zoom. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Let me click close my app. Is that better? Any better? Any better? There we go. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, sorry. Go ahead and go back into uh, your background and yeah, how so you came into detailing. Trained with Rennie uh, about 2012. Um, but, I mean, I was detailing before that. Um, I would call myself just a glorified car washer before I trained uh, with Rennie. Um... Short version, you know, I, I just started detailing cars at a young age, just to do a lot of stuff for family members, um, and then realized that I could actually make money with it. Um, so, you know, fast forward to, you know, training with Rennie, um, you know, main reason why I went training with him is just needed more confidence, needed to dial in my skills, and um, really learn the business side of detailing. A lot of people think it's all about who can make the car the shiniest or who can make it the cleanest. Um, which that is true, but you always got to have a uh, business platform. So, you know, my main goal of training with Randy was just to really learn the business side of detailing. So, so um, right there with that, that timeline point, where, where was the biggest benefit that you saw, not just with training with Rennie and Rennie Doyle, but, you know, the value that was in training in general, like, you know, speak on that a little bit, just to kind of highlight what, kind of value training brings to a detailer. Now, granted, I know it's an easy startup kind of business, you know, like lawn care and other things. However, what, how much more value does that bring to the table, both craft and business for you once, once you accomplish that from your point of view? Um, I think it brings a lot of value. I mean, you have a lot of people who, you know, they might learn how to detail on YouTube or might want to, you know, watch somebody do it, which is, you know, 
to each his own. But to me, I feel like when you when you invest in something, then you really want to get something out of it. Um, you know, it's easy to watch something on YouTube and then say, okay, I'm gonna try this and make it work. But when you've actually put your own money into something and you've invested into educating yourself, you really want to see that, that investment mature and you want to, you want to get the best out of it. So, I mean, the best thing, you know, training with Rennie was probably the largest, uh, investment I ever made as far as training. Um, and I knew I wanted to get that times 10 times 20 times 50 out of it. Um, to make it beneficial to not only me, but my business and my employees. Um, so, you know, I think the biggest thing is, you know, being able to have a network to talk to um, and, and, and go over different different things, you know, our webinar, weekly webinars we have, um, stuff like that. I think, you know, the skill set that, that, you know, that comes with it, but having that, 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 that support is, is really the value you get out of it, in my opinion. And in the meantime, with all this, with, with the training and you doing, you know, the detailing and running a full-time business, talk about your background too, as well as being a firefighter and how all that kind of, you know, is a balance for you in regards to being able to do that full-time and still run a successful detailing business and grow over the years that right. you have. Right. Um, yeah. So I've been, uh, uh, been a firefighter paramedic in the city of Jacksonville since uh, for about 12 years now. Um, we way our schedule, sorry about that noise, the way our schedule is, is we work a full 24-hour shift. So we go in 7 in the morning. We usually get off the next day by 7, 8 o'clock. So we'll do a full 24-hour shift, uh, basically live at the fire station, and then we have 48 hours off. Um, now, that could be challenging to some people, especially if you're trying to run a business and stay consistent. But, um, you know, I've just been able to balance everything and really trust, you know, hire people that I can trust that when I'm not there, uh, you know, put them in positions to, to keep the business growing. Um, you know, it is a strenuous schedule. I mean, I don't, you know, a lot of people, they get off duty and they go home, take a nap. I can't remember the last time I did that in 12 years. You know, I go straight from 24, straight into detailing, do it for detail for two days, and then I'm right back at the fire station. So, um Wow, that's, just, yeah, that's a lot just, of a lot of dedication there for sure. Yeah, I was about to say it's just a, a, a dedication and just you know, I, you know, I'm looking at the bigger prize. You know, I mean, um, you know, I'm busting my behind right now, but you know, in about 10, 15 years, I won't have to worry about anything. I'll be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor. So while I'm young, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 125 percent. Now, how was it in, in the experience and path of finding somebody to, to, to fill the void for you in running the business and detail operation while you're still, you know, in the field with firefighting? What was, yeah, what was um, the ups and downs? It was, it was very challenging just to to find, uh, you know, find that right person. Um, you know, like I tell a lot of people that call me and, you know, because I get a lot of people that call me and ask me the same thing, like, how do you balance this? How do you find that person? Um, and I tell them that you have to find somebody that'll just take something off your plate. You know, as a business owner, you have so many things on your plate and us as detailers, we try to find that person that can do everything we know how to do. We want to find that person that can do corrections, coatings, and whatever else we, we put our, build our resume under. And you can't look for that. You have to, to me, you know, and, and I do this when I, whenever I'm hiring employees, is I'm just trying to find employees that will take something off my plate 
to where either I can add to my plate or I can step back a little bit. And, um, you know, once I realized that, once I understood, you know, as a, as a business owner, what, how to do that. And it took a lot of trial and error because I was always the guy that, man, I want to find this guy that can just do everything I know how to do. That way I can step back. But again, you know, I found somebody that can probably take a lot off my plate, but they can't take everything off my plate. Um, because if they took everything off my plate, then I was, I wouldn't be the business owner. You know, um, a lot of people, a lot of people think that owning a business, you're supposed to just, you know, step out of it and let it run itself. And, I mean, with some businesses, you can do that. But I just think with detailing, you've always got to be hands-on somewhat. you always got to be, you know, somewhat in the game. It's a hands-on um, business. It's a specialty business. It's a luxury. There's there's so many titles for it that that add to that of what you just said of being a hands-on business. In order for you to sign off on knowing that the quality of work is going to be consistent and always on point for your business motto, you have to be there in order to – to, to sign off on that QC quality control. Exactly. exactly. So, you know, once I understood that, you know, and that was just trial and error, I was just, I'm not gonna say hiring, firing people, but because, you know, a lot of the people fired themselves. But once I started understanding that and I said, okay, well, I got this guy that takes 10 things off my plate. I got this guy that takes only three things off my plate. I got this guy that could take three more things off my plate. So that just opened up my plate to be able to, number one, do more and grow the business more. Um, and, you know, that's really what I found. So to answer your question, I just found people that could just take something off my plate to take the pressure off me a little bit. That way it frees me up to do more and grow the business. So you let go a little bit instead of, you know, exactly. trying to be crazy, exactly. micromanaging. This is all yeah, my I baby. I built this. I can't let anybody else do it. There's nobody else in the world that's going to do it the way I do kind of scenario. Yeah. I hear that yeah. all the time. You know, well, because I, you, if you do that, I don't mean to cut you off, Justin, but if you, no, have, you have that mindset, you'll never, ever be able to step away. You won't grow. You'll never, ever be able to let go a little bit. Right. And you won't grow. Right. Because you're, you're like a sponge. You only can hold so much and then you'll just start leaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll be in your own way. And, you know, there's a, there's a good thing that a, a, a good friend of mine and business partner said to me, he said, you know, one thing I've realized that hiring and putting people in management positions or leadership positions is that you as the business owner and, and you putting everything together as the business motto to run and be successful is that their 100% is not your 100%. Your exactly. 100% is completely different than what they see as a perceived value of what 100% is. Once you learn right. how to accept that and you learn how to mold into a, a, a something that allows them to see the bigger picture, to you know, understand what your hundred percent is, even though their hundred percent may be different and accepting that and closing the gap and bridging that to where now everything flows effectively and efficiently. And that's where a lot of people have a hang up because they don't realize right. that that person's hundred percent is not your hundred percent, but figuring out how to make it work is, right. is the challenge. And a lot of people just don't, don't face that challenge. They don't want to figure out a solution. They're just like, ah, oh, screw it. But just yep. on to the next one. Um, right. right. And this, and this isn't even just with detailing. This is with any business, you know, that you, you know, this is not, you know, and I know this, this podcast is focused on that, but what you got to understand about businesses, you know, uh, we're just offering a service as detailing, you know, but business is business, you know? So, you know, 
what we talk about, you can you can take this and, and do it in any business as far as running a business. But we're just the, the service that we have to offer is auto detailing. So, um, but yeah. So once you once you establish everything with with going through Rennie's training and seeing the value in it and and putting the education and tools in action, because obviously that's always the biggest thing, right? You could go through as much school as you want, but if you don't put it in action, it don't mean nothing. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, there's plenty of people that have been to Rennie's school and, and not made it, you know. And, yeah. You know, I feel bad for them. And, yeah. you know, I, I honestly don't know their names, but I, can, I, I see names that go through the class and then I see them, their businesses just kind of fade away. Um, so you, you got to really, and that's what, again, that's what anything, you know, we can people you go out and train and train and train. Right. Exactly. But you've got to implement what you learn. You've got to, you've got to be willing to number one, accept, you know, criticism, but also understand your faults and want to grow from them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause you're, you're, you're uh, not going to realize your own, your own faults unless somebody else points them out. And if you can't take right. criticism and you're closed off, then there's not going to be much room for growth or it's going to be a very hard path with a lot of resistance. Exactly. Growth. exactly. So, so talk to me a little bit more after, after you, you know, got through Rennie's training and, and yeah. So after I got through Rennie's training, you know, I was, I, I had a shop in a, um, a very, very, I was like behind a dealership. I was probably, I think my shop was probably, I could fit one car in there. It was the size of a one car garage. Um, and we were tucked off back there and I knew I wanted more out of the business, but I didn't, I didn't know how to get there all the way. Um, so make a long story short, you know, we went, we, uh, after our train with Randy, we went, we rented a, uh, a larger facility, uh, which was about 1500 square feet, which we're still in now, actually it's about 1800 square feet and we're still in it now. Um, and we just had to figure out ways to make that standalone location work. Um, so, you know, we started just adding on services and, 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 and making a, we wanted the building to pay for itself. We didn't want to have to just bust our behind to pay rent. So we just, I just came up with ways to figure out how to get more income in working smarter, not harder. Um, and it, you know, it, it, it's worked. Uh, so. Good. And now as far as, you know, with, with that growth, you went from that location to where you're at now, correct? So we're still in that location, but you know, okay. a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people don't know because I haven't really made too many announcements about it. But we're actually currently renovating a five thousand square foot shop, uh, which we plan on offering, you know, the same services that we have, but we're gonna have six bays. Um, we're gonna have six bays. We're gonna have a full showroom to offer uh, product sales, um, and we're gonna be we're gonna be able to be a, a lot more efficient because everybody's not gonna be on top of each other. So. So without without digging into that too much, because I don't yeah. I don't want you to I don't want you to give too much away because it still is something new and you still have right. a vision for that and we don't want to we don't want to prematurely let any of that vision out. Um, but right. you know the good thing about a location of that size and being able to have growth like that 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 basically relates to market share because now you're able to capture more throughput of vehicles, which is adding to the bottom line, which gets your name out there, which overall just will get your business to grow and exactly. the name in the market, especially being established as long as you have, don't get me wrong. There's still some guys that come into the market, no matter what market you're in that have a good uh, out the gate kind of thing where they're getting a lot of business and it's consistent and it's working well, 
but a lot of times being in the market for a long period of time makes a, a very big difference, especially to the consumer knowing that they can trust that you've been there a while when you have a great reputation. Right. Not only reputation, but a great resume. Um, yep. So and, and you only can get a good resume with time. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's no way to build a resume in one year. Yeah. And if you can build an awesome, awesome. Go ahead. Did I lose you? Mark, did I lose you? Check, okay. check. There you go. Yeah, we're there back. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, you still there? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's working. Um, but no, you know, you got a lot of people that come into detailing and I don't know. I mean, it seems like we're in a different era where everybody is trying to get recognition from every, not recognition from everybody, but also recognition from brands. And, um, you know, I rarely, I'm just not that guy to just try to get, I'm not out here trying to get recognition from anyone. I mean, it's great if it happens, but that's not my focus. My focus is to build, build a business and then be able to have uh, have a business to where my employees know they can come every day and, and, and work and be able to get paid every week. Um, that's my focus. I mean, recognition is something that comes after that. You you're know? providing um, for others. You're, you're employing. Exactly. You're giving back to the whole idea of what America right. was based on. Exactly. So, you know, um, you know, a lot of people will come in into detailing and they want to get this, get this, get this company name, shouting them out, or they want to, you know, blast this brand or shoot videos all the time. If, if, if you pay attention to our social media, we, we rarely shoot videos about brands. We're not, we're not focused on the brand. We're focused on building a business. We're going to, we're going to show you the car. We're going to show you what we did and we're going to move on to the next one. We're not going to, we're not going to just focus on, Hey, look at me flex or Hey, look at me Rupes or Hey, you know, just throwing those brands out there. Um, we're, we're just not that type of company. Um, no, again, we're, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build a business, you know, and I, and I, and I want to have, you know, my employees happy. So, so yeah. So speaking of, you know, that resume, you know, talk to me more about and, and tell everybody about what that resume consists of that you've built over the years. I mean, of course, after yeah, the so, training, that's, that's a good starting point, but what has it, it was, done for you? It was, um, it really opened up a lot of different doors um, because, you know, when you go to events like that, you, you're able to the network you know and that's what i tell everybody uh is always network if you're somebody that don't is shy and it's hard for you to talk to people get out of that you know uh because you never know you know who you're talking to or you never know who's watching you um but i mean just after training with rainy i think the next uh thing that opened up for me was uh barrett jackson you know me and you did that and me and you i mean that's where me and you really built a great relationship i mean that's where our friendship really grew is working side by side at Barrett Jackson. So, uh, you know, joining the Barrett, uh, well, actually Mother's, Mother's Detail Team, which we handle all of Barrett Jackson stuff. Um, so we, we, we got Mother's, uh, Reflection Artist uh, Team. Um, I was invited to Air Force One, four years. Um, man, so many opportunities. Uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of events and, um, product specialist for a lot of different companies. Um, 
Yeah, McCall, McCall Motor Works Revival. Um, done that twice uh, when they call back the alumni. Um, and it's just also opened up stuff for just private business. I mean, we do a lot of things for different auctioneers. Um, just seeing us on, on social media and seeing us at these events, you know, when people start saying, man, I see you at every one of these events, what do you do? Um, so that's when you, you know, when you tell them your resume and they say, okay, well, we, we want, you're willing to put in a bid for this. So it's just opened up so many doors, you know, and that's when, when it comes to just having people um, take stuff off your plate to where you can still go and take care of these other obligations that you have. So. No, and I think that, you know, again, being able to free yourself up from, from the business and, and, and to not physically have to do the work gives you those opportunities to get in front of people or get to these events to get in front of people and network. And that networking, you never know who you're going to talk to that's going to lead you from one position to another with opportunity. And whether it be part of a team or part of an event, um, you just, you just never know, but you know, you can't be an introvert. You definitely got to get out there and communicate. You definitely got to shake hands and, and really talk to people and get personal in order to, you know, get places in this industry. And a lot of that communicating and networking is why a lot of people have gotten as far as they have as a whole in this industry, no matter what group you're part of or team or whatever it may be. I don't agree. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And it, and it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, this is, we're talking 2012, it all started. And I mean, it was, you know, it was, we're, in, we're in 2020 now. So, I mean, this is stuff that I've built up over the years. It just wasn't like, oh, I go go train with Rennie and then, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. No, this is just years of, I mean, what we always say, consistency, being consistent on what you do um, and opportunities come to you as long as you just stay consistent in your game. So. So now, you know, with, with having all these accomplishments, you know, to today, you know, what, what does it look like for, for you and, and firehouse auto spa and, and where you're at with everything? I know you had mentioned about the growth with the new facility, but. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I mean, that's, that's really what all my time is focused on now between still running the other shops, still controlling the lead, still, you know, making sure that's running. And then I'm over here running this renovation, running in between, you know, all the different contract subcontractors. Um, but I mean, it's like my biggest focus right now is to get that going because I, I, I already know it's going to be probably the best thing that happened to detail in, in Jacksonville. Um, it's just, it's just going to be something amazing. And, you know, I, I'm hoping that it inspires other people to not do as good as me, but do better than me. Um, and, and, and know that you, you can make, yeah. And you know that you can be successful, you know, detailing the car. Um, so and just excited you, to see what that's going to bring. And you essentially just started with detailing. I mean, now, I mean, without, without, you know, going into the new business model, but you do paint protection film and window tint as well, correct? Yeah, we do paint protection film. Uh, yeah, exactly. Window tint, uh, auto detailing, ceramic coatings. Um, we've gotten into rim repair. We've gotten into uh, paintless dent repair. Um, so, I mean, what we wanted to do is be a one-stop shop. And, I mean, we're there. Um, nothing, you know, we don't have to sub out a lot of our work. There's a couple of services we do sub out, but for the most part, 90% of our work is all in-house. So we can control quantity. I mean, quantity. We control quality, but we can also control, you know, the customer as, as, as to – 
to uh, lead them on to 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 add different services to their packages. And we don't have to worry about saying, well, let me call this subcontractor to see if they're able to do this on this day. We can basically control our own schedule and and, and control quality in-house. So that's what a good did, thing. What did you see as far as when you started adding those services, such as PPF and window tent, you know, keeping it simple, how yep. much did you see that added to your overall business and bottom line and customer clientele that has walked in the door? It added a lot. I mean, we've probably seen a probably 30 to 40% increase. Um, and that's on the low end of, 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 you know, of our sales. Um, because again, you know, people don't want to have to make three or four different appointments to get different services done. Um, you know, if they can just drop their car off and know that it's in good hands, uh, everything gets done to it and then they can pick it up. I mean, and then if they have an issue, you go to one place to handle that issue. Um, you know, I think it's something amazing, not only for us, but for the customer, it, it, it shows, um, it shows trust, but it also shows that, you know, we're serious about what we do. And with that said, I mean, that's something too, where, you know, detailing is not, you know, detailing is great. Detailing is a great start, right. but if you had to it do is. it all over again, seeing what you've done now, would you think you would go into it and adding all these services all, you know, again, or earlier in your, in your career with detailing? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I definitely would have added it earlier. I mean, I think we're, I want to say we're probably three years in offering these services, but again, we're not three years in as being able to offer them all. So we started out with um, window tint and then after window tint, we added the paint protection film. Um, and then after paint protection film, we started adding, uh, you know, the rim services. Um, so, you know, the, the main thing we did was we, we, we engage the audience to see what, how this service can benefit us. Um, if we didn't feel like this service could benefit the business, then we didn't add it on. Um, so it wasn't something where we just woke up one day and said, you know what, I want to do rim repair or I want to, you know, um, we kind of just gauged the audience, seeing who was asking for what and just saw, wanted to see if it was going to be profitable for us. And it, and it's worked out that way. So you basically and I mean, listen to your local lot, market and saw the opportunity. Exactly. And I mean, we were the first and I, and I will mark my word. We were the first in Jacksonville to offer everything under one roof. But now we've got every, you know, we've, I'm not gonna say every detail, but we've got a lot of detailers that have, have copied our business model and, and tried to imitate it. But, you know, we're always just trying to stay one head, one step ahead and, and, and set the trend for everybody. So, I mean, when we got this new shop open, I'm telling you, it's gonna, it's gonna set a trend for, for a lot, a lot. So. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, and that's where, you know, taking lead in the market with as long as you've been there, you know, that's something that should complement what, what you're doing with people, you know, regardless of how they try to duplicate it, as long as they don't get it all the way down to calling it Firehouse Auto Spa, then it should, exactly. it should be harmless in regards to that and flattering overall. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, um, I, you know, some people like to see if, you know, it's kind of like if you, you, you tell somebody, hey, man, um, jump off that diamond board. And they say, no, you go first. They want to see if you get hurt. You know, same thing. You know, a lot of people kind of watch us and see, you know, watch what we do. And they're like, all right, let's see if it works out for them. And if it works out, they go ahead and jump, you know, um, which is fine. Totally fine. You know, but um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, and you lead by example, and yeah, sometimes right out the gate things don't take off. But here's the here's right. the plus side of that: when you have 
multiple services under one roof, you're not just relying on one source of revenue at that point. Now you're relying on, you know, well, you have multiple sources. So if one falls short for a month or a couple of weeks, you got the other one picking up the slack. So it kind of works its way out in regards to the bottom line of running the business, but you still focus on why one was weak to make it stronger. That way you exactly. don't have, have those issues overall. Right. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Good. Good. So now, 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 now talk about a little bit about home life, like where you're at as a, as a father, a parent and all the, all the good stuff that follows that. Um, I mean, home life's great. I mean, you know, I, again, I keep a good balance with that, you know, spend time with the kids all the time. You got um, two little ones, right? Uh, one little one and then one an older one. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's eight, but, um, you know, just find that balance. And, and, you know, my older one, he, he, teenager. So teenagers don't want to have anything to do with their parents once they become a teenager. So you know how that goes. <laughs> I, I get that a hundred percent. But, um, but yeah, just finding a balance. Um, so, you know, and then the good thing, I mean, even with that balance is, you know, you don't got the, you don't got the business that, that, that holds you back where you're there till eight, nine o'clock at night. You've got it pretty well controlled in regards to that. Cause you got good people in place and it allows you to be away from there with it still being operational and not having any kickback or issues in regards to that. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's huge because a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of women, you know, detailers in general, you know, there's no, gender as being a, as a detailer or a business owner, you know? So it's one of those things as, as you're in that position, these are things that you learn as you go. Some pick up on it quicker. Uh, some people got the right mentors to kind of kick them in the butt to pick up on it quicker uh, and others just have to learn as they go. And then of course you have the few that just never get it, but they keep chipping away. And um, it's, it's one of those things that again, networking, getting involved, uh, listening, which we have now, gosh, you know, jumping into this podcast thing, there's, there's, there's an ocean full of guys that are doing webinars and podcasts now, and it's just getting into the, the rat race of that and, and keeping up with times and, and getting more of this good, valuable content out from guests like yourself that are established and successful. And of course, you know, I'm sure you've had some unsuccessful stories that have led to you being more successful because you've had, gave you the opportunity of that necessary evil to learn from. And definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've, we've all had that, you know, I mean, I remember slow days at my shop, just hanging out here, falling asleep in front of my computer, just because I waited and waited for somebody to show up or call me <laughs> one of the two. Um, awesome. Awesome. So as far as, um, you know, you know, tell everybody, you know, your involvement of what, what, you know, being part of the reflection artist team and being part of Buff and Shine at this point, um, you know, being that we have you on and, and Buff and Shine putting on the podcast, you know, what has that done for you? And what, what, what has been the positive thing that you've taken from that so far in regards to when you got involved to where you are now? Yeah, I think being a part of the team is just uh, trying to figure out how I can put it in words. Uh, it's been a great opportunity. And I mean, I look forward to, you know, what the future holds with being a part of Reflection Artist Demo Team and Buff and Shine. But I think I think the, one of the biggest things is it's allowed me to give back to the industry um, as far as, you know, testing these paths for the market. Um, 
I mean, you know, you and I both know, I mean, you know, we get so many different things to demo for Buff and Sean. And a lot of people doesn't know, don't know what goes behind the scenes. They just think that um, a company wakes up and says, hey, this is the prototype for a pad and this is what this is how it's going to work. And hopefully everybody likes it and maybe we can pick a good color. And, you know, if, if we pick the right color, everybody will buy it. But, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into it. And that, that helped me really understand a lot uh, in this industry. Um as far as them just sending us stuff out to test, consistently test, um, testing pads on cars, testing how they 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 break down, making sure um, they're not delaminating. Um, you know, it's just been a great opportunity to to give back to the industry um, through Buff and Shine. Um, and I'm not mean, and I don't mean like you know give back as far as you know monetarily, but just time. Um, you know, testing these pads and, and, and building a relationship with the whole demo team. Um, you know, it's hard to just put it in words, honestly, but it is, it's a great feeling to know that something that we test is in the market and it's actually helping other people make money on a consistent basis. So, yeah. And, and you know, even outside of the pads, being able to test all the different brand liquid abrasives, compounds, polishes, and seeing what, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it, it started out with being able to, you know, test, um, you know, pads. But then, you know, it comes, like you said, it comes, you know, different brands of, of abrasives against the pads and finding the best combos. Um, it's just a lot that goes into it. And, you know, before I got into detail, I didn't know, I didn't know any of this went into it. I just thought, again, somebody just said, hey, let's create something and, and, and go for it. So um, I think Buff and Sean's a, a great company um, um, for the industry. Now, as far as it, you know, being able to work these events and, and be part of, you know, the big picture at these events, you know, is, is there been opportunities that have come your way because of being at the events and, and as a representative of Buff and Shine? Definitely. Again, that just comes with the networking. Um, you know, we have, you know, a lot of different vendors that come by the booth, a lot of people that come out of booth, especially at SEMA. And, you know, a lot of them are from our local market. We don't even know it, but we wouldn't know unless we asked them or we introduced ourselves to that person. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of different opportunities come from that, um, uh, just working at different events, but um, also just being able to travel around with the team and, and, and go to these events and, and have my face in the, in, in the market, you know, to where people see that, dang, man, I see Mark at all these events, you know, um, and being able to just give back. Um, give back to the community um, as far as the detailing community. I mean, I'm an open book. A lot of people think, you know, oh man, you can't call Mark or whatever. I, I mean, I will say I'm super busy, but I mean, if, if I have to take the time to help somebody, I mean, you know, I help strangers at the fire department, you know, so I wouldn't mind helping somebody, a friend or, you know, anyone, anybody that just needs help, you know, as far as detailing. Yeah. Right. You're, you got crazy stuff that happens throughout the day when you get calls to strangers that you've exactly. never met in your life. So exactly, it, it wouldn't be nothing to help somebody out just because they're using the opposite brand or feel some kind of way because they use the opposite brand doesn't mean you're not going to be there with open arms. Exactly. Yeah. Brand doesn't matter anything to me. If it's making you money, then that's your brand. That's how I see it. Yeah. And exactly. And that's, that's what the, what makes the difference, right? Is not being a detailer trying to run a business, but being a, great business owner that knows how to detail and that's, exactly. that's that's the flip side of everything that you know sometimes people need to wrap their head around uh to become a right. better person it is it's all about building relationships i mean me and you talk about that all the time 
um, uh, just building relationships. A lot of our, you know, a lot of our clients that we deal with, we build a relationship with them. It's, we don't even treat it like it's a, a monetary transaction. I mean, you know, I have customers that I'll just call or, or send a text message to just to see how they're doing. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just about a building a relationship. You know, um, that's what people want when it comes to business is, is a relationship with somebody. So, yeah. So in other words, you're not, you're not selling lifetime coding, you're selling lifetime relationships. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. No pun intended. I'm just, you know, just, to <laughs> <laughs> but no. And as far as, you know, if, if you had something, you know, we're getting close here. It's uh, we're about 40 minutes into this, but um, if you had something to, to tell people that that was some just really rich information to help others out that listen to this, you know, what would be something that you would put out there that, that would be helpful to guys coming into the industry or having any kind of struggles? Um, I would say, number one, stay consistent. Um, I, I say two things. One, stay consistent. You know, the same thing that you're doing to get the business now, don't stop doing it. Don't get don't get complacent and say, oh, I feel like you made it or feel like you're making enough money to where you don't have to do the same things you, you did in the beginning of growing your business to continue to grow your business. It's like, like a flower. Um, you know, you water a flower, it grows, you stop watering it, it stops growing. So you just got to keep watering the business. Um, keep watering it, keep watering it, keep, keep trimming it, keep pruning it. But you know, you want it to grow. Um, and you, and you want to, you want to just stay consistent. You know, that's the biggest thing that I learned is just, and that's not with business. That's with anything. I mean, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to, trying to learn something, if you stay consistent with it, you see results. So um, just stay consistent and, and, and network. You know, I get a lot of people that, I, I mean, this, this is one thing that somebody can ask me that burns me up. I, I really don't show it, but in my mind, I'm like, I can't believe you said that is somebody saying like Mobile Tech Expo, for example. Um, and I'm just throwing that out there because it just popped in my head. And it'll probably be the next show. If, that was if, our if, only if, event we had once. this year, so that's all you can relate <laughs> and it'll to. Probably be, it'll probably be the next show that we do after COVID, being, you know, seeing how it does. But um, somebody will say, hey, man, is it worth it to go to that show? Or is it worth it to go to SEMA? Or is it worth it to go to this? Is it worth it? I personally can't put a value on what's, what it's worth to you. You know, you have to put yourself in that environment and you have to figure out if it's worth it to you because um, anything could be worth anything to anybody. You just got to put yourself in that environment and then make the best of it. Network, talk to people, have a good time, um, learn things that you can take back to your business. Um, so, so, you know, that's all I got to say. And, and a show like that, too, like Mobile Tech, that's that's the mecca for any idea oh, man, that's, as well. I mean, that, that was I mean, industry that, level. That was the show where I found out about Ready. I didn't know anything about Ready Doyle, and then uh, my buddy Paul Paul Veins, Paul Veins, Veins, however you want to pronounce it, out of Naples, uh, yeah, yeah, he excellence detailing. I learned a lot from him, Um, and you know, me and him, we actually we met at Mobile Tech. I never knew I I don't because I'm not a social media guy, so I didn't know of him. I didn't know. We didn't know each other. We just, I just seen him in a parking lot, started talking to him. We made a friendship. And then he said, Hey man, you want to go with me to train with Rennie? And I was like, who's Rennie? You know, I was like, you know, he just came out of blue. You want to go with me to train with Rennie? And I was like, I don't, I don't know what that is, man. You got to help me out. So he started explaining <laughs> to me and I was like, all right, we can do it. If you, if, cause I think it was, it was like a little bit cheaper if you went with two people or something. So, 
you know, I was like, all right, I, I'm willing to do it with you. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. I mean, we, we stayed in a, we had a, no, we had separate rooms, but, um, you know, we ate breakfast every day together, ate lunch, um, ate dinner. I mean, we spent, me and Paul spent a, a whole week together. I mean, we, we rented the car together, drove up from uh, Ontario. Um, we just built a good relationship. And I mean, I mean, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I mean, after the, after we first trained, me and him stayed in contact a lot. Uh, I mean, since then, you know, both of our businesses have just really picked up. Um, but again, that was, that all happened at mobile tech and the rest is history. I mean, it seems like, you know, mobile tech is the place to go. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. That's, that's one of the shows that the industry offers that you just can't miss. And I mean, I think we met at mobile tech, I believe. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, well, just, you're with, I, you're with Paul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, yeah, see. Yeah, so. you know, with Paul. So yeah, we met there, and that's and I and Paul was one of the first people I reached out to as well because he was in the Florida market, and right. I had a lot of questions for him. And I knew that he, you know, he had went through and got a lot of training, a lot of certifications. So I was like, all right, this this guy knows his stuff. He's he's there. He's no, there. and you remember he had. I mean, Paul, he had the, the nice little uniform, and he had he probably had the coolest van in the parking lot at the time. You know, yeah. So he was, was ahead like, of the game. That's for sure. Yeah, it was like this guy's doing something. And, and when I seen that, I said, that guy's doing something. And I want to, I want to do what he's doing. So, yep. you know, again, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together. So I was just trying to find some more birds to flock with. <laughs> <laughs> and I even have, you know, I have a local PDR guy that's become a good friend and, and buddy of mine that I constantly had stressed to him about mobile tech because of having the, the huge PDR, you know, paintless dent removal presence there and the competitions. And he went and he was one that, you know, seen the value in it and started networking. And, you know, and he's very thankful that I turned him on to it because he's taken it upon himself to indulge in that side of it and learn more about the industry side other than just being in his hometown with his accounts and making money. Now he's also been able to grow his business and also grow his bottom line to be able to charge more because he realized that he wasn't charging what most people charge in that industry. So it's, it's helped him grow and he's very thankful for it. And that's somebody that's on the complete opposite side of our industry. So that just goes to show, you know, not even talking detailing, but talking about, you know, other parts of the automotive industry that have value in, again, going to these shows and networking like you have, like I have, and most of the people we see at these shows. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you. Um, let me just go ahead and double check real quick just to see if we have any uh, questions here. Um, yeah, definitely. For our Facebook Live. Um, let's see here. Facebook Live. Minimize that. Up. Huh. I don't see anything. I could be wrong. It's not cooperating with me, so I'll just resort to the old telephone. You can't ever deny that unless I have no signal. <laughs> um, yeah, so if anybody's ever watching these in the future, I know right now we're just building an audience and we're getting things going, but um, this is something that, again, this is 
a live event both through Zoom and through Facebook. So anybody who ever has any questions or anything that they may want to ask myself or any of the guests that are on, um, of course, always more than welcome to, to put something on that chat um, so we can answer it at the end of our conversation just to see how everything is going and maybe uh, hopefully uh, get some questions answered. So let's see here, I have one comment. Uh, Mr. Nicholas Vecchio, you both have always been there when I need help. Appreciate you both. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else on here. Um, so building this out, again, this is the second episode, the first episode with, with Clint Hintz, uh, and this is with Mark. Uh, we'll have an update on who our next guest is for next week at Wednesday. We're going to continue to play this out every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Um, Eastern time. So you will be able to. Yeah, and then um, I was going to say, you know, I'd love to come on, you know, once we get, our, get the shop open. And you guys can stay, stay, start paying attention to our uh, social media because, you know, we'll start posting stuff here soon. But we're doing a we're, we're doing a pretty huge renovation. So, I mean, I think they'll be wrapping up within the next three to four weeks. And uh, leading up to that, we're going to start. We're going to do a lot of posts. Um, but, yeah, you know, um, we'd love to come back on. And hopefully my, I can figure out how to get this video to work because we couldn't figure it out today. But, uh, you know, do a live tour and, show, you know, kind of show you guys, you know, what we got going on. No, for sure. And let's see here. Okay. Um, yeah. So how would they find you, Mark, as far as, you know, on social media, Instagram, what are, what are your, all your different platform titles? Yeah. So Instagram, you just look up at Firehouse Auto Spot Jacks. Um, you know, we have a Facebook business page. You can just Google Firehouse Auto Spa. Um, my personal page, Mark Elliott. Um, those are basically our top three um, links. Okay, great. Well, if anybody has any questions for Mark, definitely feel free to reach out to him. He's definitely Anytime. available. Yep. Um, he is a busy man, though, especially with his shift. Where are you on? Two two days on, one day off. How does that work for you? One, other way around. One day on, two days off. Okay, okay. I can't keep up with it all these years. <laughs> Either way, though, I mean, that's that's something now. That's an uninterrupted situation. So if you go a day or so without hearing from him, just keep in mind, he just might be saving somebody's life. So it, it's a little bit more precedence over saving somebody's car. <laughs> so, exactly. um, well, Mark, thank you. And, um, yeah, we'll look forward to some uh, future interviews. But, you know, being the second episode for – today uh much appreciated and uh hopefully no this helps with anybody out there that has any struggles and so they can relate and see that there's light at the end of the tunnel with uh the detail business that they're into or yeah and if you you know i mean I, you know if any current you know fire department people to work shift work you know want to inbox me any questions or just anybody in general like like you said earlier you know just shoot me an inbox and you know i can help you help you out as much as i can and kind of you know, paved the way for you. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Anybody who's, you know, a firefighter that's having a struggle with maybe wanting to start a business or have, and just not understanding the balance. Mark is a great resource to, to help give you some clarity on that. Yep. So awesome. So, well, thanks Mark. I'll let you get to the rest of your day. Thank you everybody. I for appreciate watching. you having me on. Awesome. And we'll, uh, we'll see everybody and talk next Wednesday. Take care. Thank you, sir. 
Thanks for tuning in this week to Reflection Artist Live. We hope you had fun and learned something new. If you missed an episode or are looking for more, check us out on our social media or podcast platforms. And join us next week when we have another amazing guest. Don't miss it. We'll be talking business, life, and detailing. Also, don't forget to check out buffandshine.com for a variety of buffing pads and accessories for your detailing arsenal.